Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And I sure am Kelly. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Kelly. Right. Yes. Let us give thanks for this podcast. I'm thankful for you, Andrew. <gasps> Me? I am. And I'm thankful so for sweet. this opportunity every week to talk about video games and terrorize our audience as they hear me talk about <laughs> video game characters in ways that perhaps should not be talked about in a public forum. <laughs> I like that you're thankful for your fanfic that you're writing in your head. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't have a ton. This is a, a slightly light week. Um, I feel like last week was pretty pretty packed. It was a long episode. And this week, there's not a ton of news. Um, do you think maybe perhaps we should jump right on in now that we've told everybody happy thanksgiving let's dive into that gravy let's stuff ourselves with news mm, yuck and let us mash it up okay you can stop now what we'll talk about is a uh, the most jolly and joyous game i've ever played in my life um tons of beautiful family dynamics and happy storytelling uh, Last of Us Part 2 is getting a remaster. Um, it's uh, mm-hmm. very necessary. Right. I'm not going to go into all the details. There's a super long breakdown on the PlayStation blog if you want to read all the details. But they're adding a ton of small visual updates. I don't think it's the most point like the most necessary thing in the world. Because currently you can play it on PS5 at 1440p. 60 fps so i don't like they released a patch to make it run at 60 fps and they added like some adaptive trigger stuff i don't know this seems a little bit like money grabby (laughs) but it is only it's ten dollars if you have the original game which is a very in my opinion a very big surprise um and they're adding something they're adding an entirely new mode a roguelike mode that will allow you to play as a bunch of different characters from The Last of Us in, like, combat scenarios. It's roguelike, you know? You know what you're getting into, so it's going to be a ton of... a series of combat encounters that you have to get through in one go. And they didn't say all of the characters. They just said that you're going to be able to play as characters that have never been playable before, which, to be fair, is most most of them. (laughs) Right. Like, of course, we haven't played as Bill before. Um, Well, although Bill might have been playable in the multiplayer. I don't know. I didn't play the part one multiplayer. Me neither. I think you were just random people in that, though. Yeah, I don't think that you were like Joel and Tess and yeah, Ellie. Um, but they're adding that mode. So the thing that they showed was Lev from Last of Us Part Two shooting a bunch of zombies in Jackson. I think it's an interesting idea. Um, they're also adding what they call Lost Levels, which made me very excited. But it is not new content. It is like behind-the-scenes stuff. Like it's unfinished levels. Which I think is cool, but I think maybe calling them lost levels is a little not deceptive, but like that's it's not new levels. It's like behind the scenes stuff. Right. They weren't really lost because nobody knew that they existed. Yeah. And they will add nothing to your experience <laughs> except like, oh, that's neat. Yeah. Like if you're a Last of Us super fan, maybe that'll be really exciting for you. Just yeah. like this whole remaster might be really exciting for you. Yeah. Oh, and it's out January 19th, so it's right around the corner. Um, This leaked, and it was very awkward because there was like a three-hour difference between the leak and the official announcement. 
And I'm like, I feel bad. For, like, why can't they just have these games not be leaked? Poor Naughty Dog in some sense. Yeah, I guess I just, I think it's funny. I don't know if they like. They leaked it this time. It was literally the PlayStation Store page. Oops. They put it up. <laughs> you know <laughs> That what? was an ultimate and I oop. Happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. Sometimes you schedule a social post a little too early on some yeah. embargoed news, and uh, and then you're you accidentally leak a whole remaster of a game. No big deal. <laughs> happens to the best of us. To the, uh, it happens to the last of us. I was going to make that joke. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, say so, it again. No, but if you're interested in that, <laughs> if you're interested in the the remaster as well as that new mode, which is called No Return, which is kind of that's a clever name for a roguelike mode um that'll be out on ps5 january 19th i'll i was considering picking it up but like because i've been wanting to replay that game and if i this is horrible if i play a remaster when i log my games i can log it as a new game (laughs) so i can say i like finished an additional game in that time span which is Mm -hmm. so stupid like i shouldn't play games that way but that was an influence but it's coming out january 19th which is a that's a bad time for a video game to come out because that's right in the middle of like everything like Tekken 8 Suicide Squad uh Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth Princess Peach like everything's coming out right around then Persona 5 uh Reload Persona 3 Reload excuse me I was gonna it's say such... there's a new Persona 5 game I don't know about <laughs> right after Tactica probably probably I but I'm excited but also like I will not play this when it comes out too many games I have a I have a a question For how me? do you feel about a roguelike mode in a last of us game okay here's my thought it gives me the same vibe as multiplayer in that it's just like let's make like last of us 2 is a story game but it has really good gameplay the the actual combat of last of us 2 there was somebody i watched on the internet who did like a breakdown is like f- less than one hour of the last of us is spent in like active combat that's kind of sad because it's like a 30 hour game and it's really really good combat but you hardly get to do it mm-hmm. i so i do think expanding it is kind of a cool idea f- for a reasonable price which i think ten dollars is a reasonable price do you think from a narrative perspective it's kind of silly though oh incredibly stupid. <laughs> like isn't the game all about how like indiscriminate killing is is um not good and revenge yeah. is uh, not good. I feel like it'll probably be a lot more zombie heavy than person heavy, but I don't know. I'm just guessing at this point because there's very little we know about that mode at this stage. Yeah, I feel like a roguelike where you just kill a bunch of people would be kind of a contradictory. Little ooh, little ooh. Uh, I'll say ooh. I don't think that was a Neil Druckmann decision to put to include that. I think yeah. that was a, probably a gameplay designer who had permission to do what they felt like. Yeah. Well. That'll be exciting. Um, speaking of Last of Us Part Two, well, there's the TV series. Do you remember? It came out earlier this year, back in like January. Wow. Yeah, I bet you remember that. That I forgot, but thanks. Um, so the Last of Us season two is currently in pre-production, um, or production. I don't really know, but um, we don't know. We're just guessing. Yeah, we're just throwing whatever sticks at the wall, you know. Um, but reportedly there have been rumors, uh, that Abby has been cast, um, Abby, who is a very 
controversial character in the second game. I don't have to tell you that. <laughs> That's a delicate way to say it. <laughs> um, and rumors are flying that it is going to be Caitlin Dever, or Caitlin Dever, um, who was in Booksmart. For those of us in the audience who have seen the movie Booksmart, I'm not sure that there's a lot of overlap there, but that's okay. <laughs> um, she's also in a new uh, scary movie on Hulu, which is called No One Will Save No you. One Will Save You, which I have not watched, um, but I did watch Booksmart. Yeah, she's been in a lot of things. Uh, she's not only been in those two things. She's been in a lot of things. She's been acting for a while now, and she's pretty young. I think that. Uh, it'd be kind of wild to be cast as this character. Um, I think you would receive a lot of uh, strong opinions from the people who have played the games who have it's also willingly, watched the show. Willingly entering a role where you're going to get immense hate. Yeah. I feel like TV audiences will handle Abby tell me if i'm off base here i feel like tv audiences will handle abby better than game audiences did i think tv audiences have less entitlement than video game audiences so they probably because i'm not going to get specific about what why we hate abby not we but like why audiences hate abby but i feel like television kind of people will be shocked and angry but i don't think they'll be like I don't think that they'll have some misunderstanding of like what she is, you know? Sure. I think Abby, Abby sucks, but it's not some, it's not as much of an ethical question as I think a lot of people make it out to be. Yeah. I think that I, um, I'm not really sure what the show is going to change with regards to what happens in the second game. I'm not sure what the show is going to add. I think it would, behoove the showrunners to do something a little bit different um, to maybe make the character of Abby um, a little more compelling. Not saying that she's not compelling in the game because I I personally believe that she is. I think she's a very interesting character. I think that the nature of the game itself kind of ruined her. Not ruined, but it kind of caused issues with her narrative, I think. Um, Are you basically implying that you think the motivation should come first? I think it would make more sense if maybe the audience had more time with Abby mm-hmm. um, than they did in the game, which I know is not the point. The point is that it's like, you don't know this person, and this is what happens, and look how this person reacts to it and how this person reacts to it. Um, I'm on I'm on the same side as you, though. Like. Yeah. And that's coming from somebody who personally thinks that The Last of Us 2's structure is a good thing. But also video games and TV are such different mediums that I don't know if it would work. Yeah. That's kind of my point. It'd have to be a whole season before you learned her motivations. Right. So we'll see. I mean, I think Caitlin Dever, Dever, I don't know how to say her last name. I'm sorry. I think she's a great actress. So if she is Abby, um, I I very much look forward to seeing her in the second season. Um, yeah, because I think that will be great in 2025. Yeah, which maybe <laughs> wouldn't be so bad because there is a bit of a time jump between the first and second games. But oh yeah, and it's I mean I've had this conversation with people like 
I think I, oh, I already said this on the show, how my mom, I was talking to her and she was really upset that it's going to be so long. And I was like, what? I'm not upset. And then I was like, oh, it's because I know everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit so different when you kind of have some resolution. Yeah. Like I know how it ends. So, and obviously part three will probably come out in the next few years if we had like realistically, it's probably going to come out in the next few years. So there's more, but still. Yeah. Um, Kelly, I just, I found some corporate news. That is Yippee. good. Yippee. We, we report on a lot of negative corporate stuff here. <laughs> um, and I think there's also we are not a we're not a Western focused show, but you don't hear a ton about the inner machinations of video game companies in Japan that often uh, in our situation, you know? Um, we hear about games that they're releasing, but like, how often do you hear about the about what's going on in Sega, or going on inside out Atlas? Rarely, right? Right. I mean, well, we don't. We're not. We're not in there, you know. We're not in there no. like swimwear. What? Yeah. It, it, in like swimwear, but it's November. Swimwear shouldn't be in. It'd be cold. In lo- no, it would be. It, it the saying is in there like swimwear because there rhymes with wear. Oh, I thought it was because swimwear was in, but it's not in right now. Right. I'm stupid. You have to remember <laughs> that. Um, well, you know, you hear all about these layoffs across the world, across the video game industry, as well as others. Good news, though. Atlas, one of my favorite developers of all time. I don't know if you're you're probably on a similar page, right? Uh, yeah, they're up there. They're good. Well, they're not laying anybody off. In fact... Because of their their success lately, they're giving everybody in the company, everybody, a 15% raise. And Woo! I know that's not that crazy, but that's kind of crazy. That's a lot of money. And you know what? I, that's a lot. Of, that's 15% is big. It is. And you know what? It, the success of these games, particularly in the West, should be a very big, a bear, a bi- hello? I can't speak. <laughs> A very big again. indicator that these people should be getting paid more. These people who've worked hard on these games. Especially when you think about like, I mean, yeah, we joke like there's a billion Persona 5 games. But it's like, it's a very, very popular game. It's a very popular series. If you think about, you know, Persona 3 Reload coming early next year. I mean, it's it's people should be paid more all the time in every industry, yeah. in my opinion. Because yeah, money. I mean, royal. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> they, I was just going to say, they probably made so much money off the Royal re-releases last year. Because that yeah. was on, what, Switch, Xbox, and new PlayStation consoles. Yeah. They probably made bank off that. And it was on Game Pass, so that was a big deal. And Persona 4 and Persona 3 both got released. And Persona 3 Reload is coming out next year. And Persona 5 Tactica just came out. Like, Atlas is probably... And, like, none of these games are flopping, as far as we know. And the fact that people are getting races means... They're probably not flopping. I just think it's it's good to see a studio make what audiences want and succeed. And also, I hope this means that Persona 6 is maybe close. Maybe not close, but like that we know about it in the near future. I was going to say, I don't think it's close, but I think we might get teased about it next year after Reload comes out. Yeah. If it wasn't for Reload, I would honestly say it was very possible at game awards but because of reload being on the horizon i feel like they might want to get that out the door first yeah i'm so, so I, maybe, I know it's not be a good summer to announce i know it's not super relevant but i'm so excited for reload 
that's relevant as heck. I'm pumped. And I mean, I have a particular reason to be excited that I'll talk about in a minute. But... That was great. Sorry. That was great. I wish the audience could have seen the face you were making. <laughs> it was excellent. I just love Reload. So, I mean, I love Persona 3 so much. I feel like it's if you've only played 4 and 5, especially if you've only played 5, going into 3, you really are not prepared for just how it plays, how it feels, the characters. It's very different. It's a lot darker. It's just the story feels to me. I Listen, I love five and I love four a lot. But three, the story to me feels a lot more grounded, even though it's a little bit more like fantastical and a little bit more fatalistic. It just feels more like, I don't know, there's something about the characters in three that really, really compel me in a way that characters from four and and like arguably five haven't as much. I mean, like I said, I'm not going to qualify every statement with I love four and five because like you've heard it. It's enough, given, yeah. But, but three is like, to me, it's like it has a very special place in my heart. And I think, you know, eventually if we do see some sort of like expansion of like these stories that have kind of gotten lost, like you can't really play Persona 3, the answer anymore unless you have a PS2 or you emulate it, which is frowned upon um and the same thing with portable i mean you can play it on game pass now or switch but it's not you know that's those are just two stories that have kind of been lost so hopefully along the lines maybe they'll get some sort of expansion or something like that i would love to be i mean you know my plight i would love to play as the female main character in persona 3 again but i mean i've person i've said it i'm I would not be surprised if about two years after Reload, we got Persona 3, like, Redux, and it was the same game, but with all that added stuff. Yeah. But they're usually, they like to hold out. Like, they'll take time to do that. It won't just be DLC right after. Yeah. I should have saved that that Atlas story for the end, because that would have been a happy, (laughs) happy closer. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, our last news story today is not so cheery. Um, but maybe something that we all could have anticipated. Uh, but that Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake that was teased like two years ago at the Game Awards? Mm, PlayStation Showcase. Oh. It was in that same showcase that showed a bunch of PS5 games. Was it the one that they showed Star Wars Eclipse at? Mm, that was the Game Awards. Game Awards? Okay. That was Game Awards 2021 because you and I saw that together yes. at your house. Yes. Um. So... Uh, giant bomb there's a fellow named jeff grubb he's kind of an industry insider um he's the one who like somehow knows all the dragon age news he knows everything he really does and you know what's funny i didn't even realize to bring this back to persona briefly when i was in high school i watched a what was called an endurance run of persona 4 it was a giant bomb endurance run which is basically where they would just sit down and play through the whole game and just do like it was basically like a let's play or walkthrough and it was Jeff from Giant Bomb. Jeff Grubb. The very same Jeff who is now so prevalent in my life. Um, I, he has been prevalent since I was 15 years old, I guess. Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry. That's just silly. It sounded silly. It is silly, isn't it? it? Um, but yeah, it was Jeff and Vinny, and they played through all Persona 4, and I have very fond memories of watching that after school. Isn't that Are crazy? You- are you sad about this news? I'm a little bit sad. I think people maybe don't realize like what Knights of the Old Republic is or was. 
Um, it was kind of the predecessor to modern Bioware, like Mass Effect. It was it was right before they did all that. So, and I mean, yeah, Mass Effect wouldn't exist realistically without it. Yeah. So, or at least not in its state. I think people maybe have a it, it because it is like a, a, a true blue Bioware RPG before they were doing that kind of thing. So I do think this is pretty sad. I think the writing was on the wall, though, back when they were like, they removed the trailer or teaser or whatever, and then they like hid every trace that this game was happening, and the people at the studio, like, wasn't there like a layoffs or something at the studio? It pivoted studios completely, like a completely different studio took it. Yeah, so I think that was pretty uh, not great. No, I think it makes not makes sense, but like this writing has been on the walls for a couple of years and it's sad, but you know, it might come back someday because it's, it's dead, but like that doesn't mean it can't be revived, you know? Um, I think it's probably just sad for the creative leads who are probably all excited to make this game, but because it pivoted and became like this weird embracer conglomerate situation and we know how good embracer is, um, I think it was probably destined to fail. Yeah. Which sucks, but it's a bummer. It's one of those games that I think is very beloved, but how would you even remake it at this point? (laughs) Yeah, the truth is you could just go back and play it. It's old, but it's not unplayable. Yeah. So a remake would have been great though. I mean, I think any old game that is well beloved, a remake would always be great, but would you say perhaps like a certain remake that released this past week? Yes. I'm going to start with the big review of the week, I guess. Ah! Was that excitement or hiccup or both? Both. Excellent. Super Mario RPG, the classic Super Nintendo game made by Square Enix and Nintendo, has been remade and released on Switch. Came out this last Friday. I'm sure you know all about it because you listen to this show and I have talked about it a bunch because I'm a loser. Um... I'm excited. I was excited to play this game. I played it on the the Wii, like the super, what's it called? The virtual console on Wii years ago, oh, and wow. I loved it. Good times. But I was a little kid, so I didn't quite grasp it, and I never beat it because the final boss was too hard, um, which is hilarious now because I'm playing through this remake. It is uh, but easy, like truly just silly levels of easy. But it's gorgeous. It is wonderful to play. I'm having a great time so far. It is extremely faithful down to like the silly little like animations with very little in between. Like Mario like teleport around a lot and it's just hysterical and he's a cute little guy now. Um, I'm going to pull up a video to show Kelly just so she could see what a perfect little guy he is in this game. But I've very much been enjoying what I've been playing and I think that uh, if you've never played it, you're going to have a great time with it. If you like RPGs of this nature, um, it's very much like, <laughs> oh my God. He's I'm so showing Kelly cute. the little, he's a just little doing Mario a little dance. dance. Yeah. He happy. He's a happy little guy. The Mario design is so good in this. He's so small and like compressed and I love him. <laughs> um, but the combat has the same kind of style as, all those other Mario RPGs, Paper Mario, Mario, and Luigi, where uh, you want to time your attacks as you do them. 
So if you press the attack button again as you connect with the enemy, you do more damage. And the new feature in this game is that if you have perfect timing, you'll even do a little bit of damage to surrounding enemies, um, which makes an easy game even easier. But I don't think that people are coming into this game for the challenge. I think they're coming into it for the charm, and it is extremely charming. The combat is fun, quick, snappy. The writing is surprisingly hilarious. Like, I, I just don't, I don't know why, but I just think it's the funniest thing ever. Like, there was this little toad, and Mallow, one of your helpers that's, you know, original to this game, and you've only ever seen him here, is this little cloud dude. Um, He's like, oh, are you going to help us out? And this toad's like, yeah, sure, I'll grab my bazooka. <laughs> just sarca being sarcastic and silly and then you walk away and I was like that was funny like that was very funny um, the writing in this game has just aged extremely well and I think it is some of the funniest Mario content that exists um, so I'm excited to play more I haven't gotten that deep into it because I've been playing another game this week but if you're interested in Mario RPG it's good I can tell you that much it's fantastic it's fun to play um, it's brief uh, it's going to take you under 20 hours to beat it, which I think is a great thing. I think RPGs that are kind of short like that can be extremely fun, and you don't have to grind because it's easy, so it'll just be a snappy, fun little adventure. Yeah. Um, I regret to inform the audience that I played another game this week. Um, <laughs> I played another game this week a lot. I know earlier this year I told the audience about I was getting back into Persona 5 Royal because I never did play Royal and Kelly inspired me when she was playing it in January. Yeah, I, I finished it, I think, in like February. Okay, because it came out in October on Game Pass. That's why you were playing it, right? Yeah, let me see when my last screenshot from the game was taken. That'll help. Because I, I just had it on PS4 since it came out in 2021 and never played it. Or 2020, maybe. Um, so... I got about 40 hours into the game and then due to some life circumstances halted. And then recently I was just staring at my shelf and looking at that game and being like, you know what? I got to come back to it. So I decided to come back, play more. I finished the palace I was in, um, played a ton of the game. I'm just going to be, I'll be straight up with you. I started on Wednesday of this last week. So five, four days ago, five days ago, four days ago. Is Wednesday uh, four days ago or five days ago? Uh, um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, one, Sunday. Two, three, four, five. five. Unless you count five. today. I don't count today because I started late in the day Wednesday and then played a little bit this morning. So it's like it evens out. I played five days and I may have, and I'll remind you I'm currently unemployed. I <laughs> may have played 20 hours in the past five days. Um. Maybe. It Maybe. Happens. I don't know. That's act uh, you know, if you're not really doing anything else, I don't feel like that's that bad. No, it's kind of great, actually. That's like four or five hours a day. Yeah. That's not my that bad. It's like having a job again. Well, you, were not, <laughs> you know, we're not put on this earth to work, okay? We're put on this earth think, to game. Think about the cavemen, all right? When they were like throwing sticks at each other. Do you think they were yeah. like, wow, can't wait to have a 401k one day? No, I think they were like, God, I can't wait to play Persona 5 Royal when it releases on Nintendo Switch. Exactly. They were like, I can't wait to rank up my confidant with Makoto. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, you are I, caveman, so. I am caveman. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I love Makoto. 
That's yeah. my review of Persona 5 Royal. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how I feel about Ryuji and Maruki. That's how I feel about Maruki. I love Maruki. <laughs> I finally I finally got him to the max rank, um, and I was just so happy with his story. He's the new therapist character. Um, I've, I've just been loving it. I'm not going to say a ton. We've talked about Persona 5 a lot. We've talked about it this episode already. Um, <laughs> can't, and I we've can't talked about it for like 20 minutes before we started recording because we went like full spoiler, which I'm not going to do now. Like we were talking about like all the details. Um, but like the new Royal stuff has been very cool and I'm, I'm excited to get into it more deeply because there's like sprinkles of it through the main game. But, you know, the additional content that comes after the original ending is what is going to be, you know, the real shakeup, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for you to get to it. And I did. I finished in February last year. Oh, okay. So exactly when you Because I started Persona 3 Portable on Game Pass in March. So. Mm. I did. Wind up I, perfect. I went right into it. Well. And I never finished Portable. And now I don't want to because I'm about to play Persona 3 again in February. So. I was going to say you were playing it and then Reload got announced. Right? Yeah. I was like, ooh. So. You'll wait. Well, it's also a quick turnaround. It's not like it's like two years off. It was like this is coming out in, at the time, like, what, eight months? Yeah. Yep. Ugh, Persona 3 Reload. I And that's the thing. is like I was, because I'm not playing Tactica. That also came out this past week. I haven't played that yet. I wanted to finish Royal first. So I might get into Tactica before the year's end. We'll see. Um, but it also is just making me really, me really excited for Reload. Because I really want to play Persona 3. Because I, I have I, I know what happens in Persona 3 for the most part. Like, I know a ton about it, but I've never played it. Because when I tried, it made me angry because I couldn't control my party members. Um, yeah. Which is... Well, you can portable. There, I right. said it. But I wanted to play FES. Yeah. Like, I wanted to get the full story stuff. But I couldn't play it because I hated not controlling my party. I know. So, it's so archaic. Persona 3 it, and Persona 3 FES are so... Yeah. And I, I held out because I was like, maybe they'll remake it someday, which felt delusional for so long. But like, <laughs> here we are now and it's on the horizon and like going to be way higher than it has any right to be on both of our like anticipated games lists. Yeah. Like, I remember when be high remember up. when it was just like that cl- random clip of Yukari and everybody was like, are they remaking Persona 3? And it was Everybody's like, no, like, it's probably like fake. a tech demo or something. Or like just a reel or something like that. And lo and behold, it was from Reload. I'll forever remember the announcement of that game because it was right after the Jeffies of Summer. Um, and you were really upset because like you were hoping for something Dragon Age. But also like there just wasn't a lot for you at that show. For you specifically, I mean. And then like three minutes after the Jeffies, Xbox was like, oops, we leaked Persona 3 Reload. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I'm fine now. I don't care. You I'm know, happy. You know what is so funny about the Jeffies and that moment? And obviously we've talked about this, but right before he announced the trailer for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, he was <laughs> yeah. like, and now I want to talk about a uh, an RPG series from a beloved studio that's been around for a long time that the fans have been waiting for forever. And I was like, this sounds like Dragon Age. Well, I was wrong. I do feel like anytime somebody says RPG at any show, you like hold your breath. You're like, <gasps> I know it's getting kind of sad. I mean, it's been sad for a while now. But... I was going to say, if it's not at this game awards, just accept that you're going to die someday. Oh, okay. I feel like there might not be a correlation between those that two was, sentences. That was a bit 
you know, I think life is a journey to Dragon Age. Okay. I was like, what? what you, <laughs> where are you going with this? I don't want you to say death because that'd be sad. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you, Kelly. Sure. A little bit behind the scenes stuff. It looks like it's daylight there. It does? What's that white light coming from the right side of your right? There's a lamp. Oh, it's a lamp. And then okay. there's, it's very much dark out. Okay. I was confused because we record, like, it was dark when we started recording today, which is, it's that time of year where, like, I think my least favorite time of year is when we start recording and it's daylight and then I leave the studio and it's dark. I hate that feeling. Mm -hmm. But can you see, like, the way your thing's set up? It looks like it's like a snowy day outside and it's reflecting onto your... Yeah, it does look kind of nice. Like, I'm just so. having a nice day. Yeah. Woo! Woo. We should just... You should, okay, I was going to say we should quit our jobs. You should quit your job so we can record this during the day and we can enjoy the nice sunlight. You know. I don't know. Tell me. I'm not going to say anything on this podcast that's going to get me fired from my job. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. Your employer is probably the biggest listener. Listens every week. Well, maybe. You never know. You never know. That's why we never say anything foolish on this show ever. Exactly. We always say the smartest of the smart. I'm very things. serious. I'm very serious. I don't talk. See, I'm so serious. I said it twice. I don't talk about video game emphasize. characters that I'd like to have romantic relationships with. I don't. No, that'd be silly. I don't cry about Dragon Age every week. It's I, I'm a very I'm very it's professional. Every week. It's like twice a month tops. It's becoming as it gets closer to the Game Awards, it starts to become an every week occurrence. Yeah. Yeah, and the Game Awards is, what, three episodes away? You know what Jeff Grubb said about the development of Dragon Age 4, like, a week ago? He said, it's going really well. And you know what? I'm, I trust Jeff. Let's let's just go with, let's lean on Jeff. I have been leaning on Jeff, apparently, since I was, like, 15 years old. So. <laughs> Jeff. This is the other Jeff. So, I'm just gonna. He spells his name like Jeff, not like Geoff. Geoff. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I'm just going to say I'm, I'm putting my faith and my trust in that man who also said that the um, next Mass Effect game is going to be in like 30 years. So <laughs> I forgot that was him. Well, he kind of um, spilled a little bit. Yeah, he knew. He had the tea. He did. He sure um, did. So as a little, a little breakdown for the audience, we might have an episode next week, but um, due to Kelly doing some work travel, that'll be up in the air until actual episode so don't hold your breath if there happens to be no release on tuesday that's why and then after that we'll be talking pre-game awards crap we'll be doing our predictions as well as well as whatever news happens that week and then game awards reactions and then we'll be at the end of the year Woo! that's terrifying that's spooky Woo! it's gonna be december in like 10 days. Well, I've had my Christmas stuff out for a while now, so I'm Me too. sort of. <laughs> we need Me to put too. our tree up, though. We haven't put our tree up yet. Oh, what the heck? Put it up right now. Don't stop recording. Just bring the microphone with you, and we'll listen to you putting the tree up for two hours. <laughs> I'd have just to bring like... my whole computer out there. It's The microphone's connected to my computer. Oh, darn. You just bring out the whole computer, then. <laughs> this sounds great. This sounds very entertaining. And you're not even talking during it. We just hear like the sound of like... It's like the most worthless ASMR ever to exist. Just a really unpleasant sound of the Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. It's a, it does sound very unpleasant. <laughs> Sorry, I hiccuped um, in the middle of I my don't. sentence. Yeah. And I... 
Well, you yes. looked up. I wish this is one of those circumstances where I wish the audience could see you. And I'm glad they can't see me because uh, I took a shower and then took a nap, which means my hair looks like. Um, can you describe it? What would you say my hair looks like? It's just sticking up. You look like the main character from Hi-Fi Rush. Well, he's a little cutie patootie, so I'll take that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you got, if you jumped into a uh, cartoonish world and started doing rhythm game antics, you'd fit right in. Hey, Kelly. Yes? I'm going to talk about something personal that has nothing to do with video games. Okay. I feel like the audience needs to know because I and everybody, a lot of people know already, but I want to talk about it. Okay. Are you proud of me, Kelly? For what? I've lost 43 pounds. Woo! I was just, I've been looking at my little picture because I usually, I, I have it covered by the news sheet, but I closed the news sheet so now I can see myself again. And I'm like, oh, that boy got jawline. Woo! And this and was a journey. This was a goal. This was not uh, um, an accident. <laughs> yeah. This was not like unintentional. No, it's been a long time. I've just realized like it's been like about a year of like on and off. Not like up and down, but just like on and off on my uh, how determined I am to make it happen. I'm and proud it's like of one you. Of the, I finally see the difference. I'm and proud of you. It's funny contrasting that with the horrendous hair I have right now. It's not horrendous. I think it looks nice. I think you look like a little um, anime guy, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm also thinking about the fact that our our most anticipated games of next year is going to be really stupid isn't it why it's just going to be a lot of games that are it's going to be a lot of remakes ain't it well well yes (laughs) (laughs) i was just talking about it looking at the, the stuff for next year i'm just like we got a silly episode on the way and also okay i guess this is just like me thinking out loud now we might have to make our most anticipated games video not two episodes long because right now we know like nothing about 2024 yeah it might have to be a bite-sized episode because we got like we know we got switch 2 almost definitely but if we don't know about it we can't talk about it for an hour so yeah might be a little shorter this year I feel like I what are we this this is so we're just having a conversation right now. <laughs> hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I hope you have an awesome week. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. I hope Oh, happy you Thanksgiving for me too. Get a lot of Black Friday deals if you're a consumer. <laughs> <laughs> and Cyber Monday and Giving Tuesday. I hope oh, that I bought I bought my dad a pac-man machine like a full-size arcade one-up wow. pac-man machine he don't listen so i don't have to worry about that but i bought him a full-size one on black friday deal so if that's something you're interested in keep an eye on that that black wow. friday deals are cool sorry wow um but uh yes so uh yes so uh yes uh thanks for listening everybody <laughs> have a great day and a great week and a great weekend we might see you next week we might not we'll keep you posted bye bye